Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopping in a Benz, I like you, I do I hit you in a land, can you fit me in your plans, I like you This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt Joined by my brother Jerry Phoenix in the building Sound like you about to yawn, son Sound like you about to yawn I was, I was halfway through it, but I was trying to fight it off Look, you got to bring the energy Because today, we are doing pop culture Pop, 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 pop you did the pop, 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 pop. That was great. You did it on WTAP. That was great. But, Jeremy, today is a day where we embrace this whole rating a woman or a man on different scales with different caveats. Today is a special pop culture. Today, we get into it. Now, we are doing this because we saw a TikTok where these girls were rating guys, and they were like, he's a 10, but his breath stinks. And some girl would say he's a six. You know, he's a he's a six, but he makes $250,000 a year. That made him a 10. So we want to do our own version of this because that was so genius. Those those women did such a great job with theirs. You know, some of their takes were controversial. Yeah, one of them, one of them I saw that I liked, they said, they said, uh, he's a, he's a six, but he has your sense of humor. And she was like, definitely an eight. Eight? Only an eight? I mean, uh, I mean, a girl my sense of humor. I feel like it's not rare, but it's powerful. Yeah. So, Jeremy, are you ready to get into this? Do you have yours ready? Yep, I'm ready to go, son. You do not sound ready to go. I got to be honest. You do not sound ready to go. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm locked in. You focus, man. You tell Stout to holler, man. Yup. All right, so here's my first one. She's a 10, but she chews her food with her mouth open. Oh, no. Oh, no. You dropped to a five. She gets a five for that? Uh, maybe six. Now, if, if she's a 10, <laughs> if she's a true 10. Yeah, she's a 10. Drop to, 
She'll drop to a six. That's rough for me. I can't do mouth uh, mouth open chewing. I can't do it. I can't All do right, it, we, Brandon. I can't do it either, son. I don't. I don't blame you. I can't do it either. All right, let me go with the next one. Let me go with the next one. The one I got. She's an eight, but she has to be babysat when she drinks. Ooh, she's a four. If that, if yeah, that, that's terrible. Like, that's you gonna handcuff me? I'm trying to enjoy myself, and I'm handcuffed because you can't control yourself. You're four, and don't you know how to act. You are you are a weak four. You're not even a strong four. You're a weak four. Okay, I'll see it. I'll see it. All right, she is a, she's a nine, but she went to and roots for Pitt. Um, be honest with you, she's still a nine in my book. (laughs) 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 I mean, I hate Pitt with a passion, but I can I can uh, compartmentalize my friend. I I don't know. I met a girl once. And like she, her and I vibe, we clicked, and she was like, I see your names, I also hate Pitt. She's like, I went to Pitt. And I was like, ugh. I mean, she still was fly, but she's more like a seven and a half fly. All right. Look, I'm just letting you know, Jay Fiend's uh, barometer, uh, meter, don't change a bit with that. Like, I understand what you're saying. I rock with Mountaineer Nation. I am one of Mountaineer Nation. But look, I'm be honest with you, Brandon. These these different categories. These are two, two totally different subjects. All right. Well, what if she is a nine, but she posts selfies every day? Still a nine. Don't care. I can get over it. It's not my problem. That's the people who follow her's problem. No, because I feel like posting a selfie every day, I don't care who you are, says something about you. It tells me something about you and how you feel about yourself. You, I'm sorry. She drops to a seven for me. I, I mean, I hear you. I'm just telling every you. Every like, day, you, Brandon? You with the pit category is me with the selfie category. She's still a nine. I can get over the selfies. I mean, we could talk and, about and, that. I mean, it also says she loves attention. But also, let me ask you this. What kind of selfies are we talking about, Jay? No, I'm just talking about selfies. They're not super ridiculous, but they're selfies. Yeah, she's they're still They're selfies, nine. Brandon. Yeah, still nine. That, that don't tell you about something. Like, I feel like that there's something in her that can affect the relationship because of the way she feels about herself if I see selfies every day. No, I agree. But uh, she's still nine, so that's how I feel. All right. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, she's an eight, but she's funnier than you. Hmm, that's a good one. That's a good one. She's an eight, but she's funnier than me. Nah, she goes up to a nine. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. Nine's good. I'm saying at least a nine for me because humor, sense of humor is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, Brandon, what if she's a seven, but she has a really annoying laugh? Oh, she's a four. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, it's like Seinfeld. It's an episode of Seinfeld, literally, where he meets a girl who has a terrible laugh and he just can't deal with it. Or even for some of y'all who love friends, it's Janice all over again. I can't do the laugh. No, I'm a dude who likes to make jokes. I'm I'm gonna be held captive because you got a terrible laugh. No way, I can't do it. 
Four. And I'm not going to be uncomfortable around my boys and all my friends the first time they meet you. And then I know the laugh is coming and I'm going to have all this anxiety. Because cause my boys got sense. They going to say nothing, but I'm going to see all their eyes and all eyes are going to register together. And I, I, you just got to take it. No, nah, I can't do it. Can't do it, homie. Can't do it, homie. <laughs> All right, son, here's one that's it tests your securities. Test where you are, like, you know, how you feel about you. She's a six, but she makes five hundred thousand dollars a year. Um she is now a nine. <laughs> a nine? Are you kidding me? Five hundred a half a mil a year, Jeremy? Brandon, but if she's a six, you can't be a ten. Yes, you sure Brandon, can. If, you can't be a 10. A 9 is really good on Brandon. 9 is really high. She's a 10. 9 is Jeremy, really good. She, Jeremy, we are living my life. I'm living how I was born to live. I'm living how I'm supposed to live. She's making $500,000 a year. She's a 10, and I'm not even dating her. We're getting married. We're going to Vegas. The Elvis Chapel is going down right then and there. She's a 10. That's uh, That's absolutely incorrect. Because when you run your boys... <laughs> no, that's absolutely incorrect. Because when you run your boys... You won't be saying, yeah, but you make $500,000 a year every conversation. I won't, me, I won't have to tell them. The signs will be there. Yes, yes. They'll, see, they'll the, see the whip I'm driving. They'll see the house I'm living in. They will see the booze I'm drinking. Johnny Walker Blue only, son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. I'll give her a nine. I, I, I don't know. I may even go... Uh, eight and a half. I, I mean, it means a lot. Don't eight get me wrong. It means half. a lot. You know what's funny, Jeremy? Do you know what's funny about this? If she was a seven, then she could be a t- But Brandon, you can't come from six. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm listen, you. <laughs> they did a study and it showed that a man will gain impact. He will increase his, uh, his, um, he will increase how appealing he is based on how much money he makes. But for a yes, woman, he, you know, that's what I'm about to say. For a woman, it almost does not matter at all. Men do not care. They'll date the waitress. They'll date the CEO. They don't care. We don't care. That's and you what, just proved that's it. That's what I'm saying. You just proved it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm a rare breed, son. Call me wild turkey. I'm a rare breed. All right, G. I don't have any more. I had three. I thought you were going to mention some from the TikTok, but that's okay. Uh, I got another one. She is a nine. A solid, legitimate nine. But She's, but she, we got to call her how because her breath stinks. Oh, no way, Brandon. Uh, I mean, she's a solid, legitimate oh, nine. Man. Here's the thing that is the biggest turnoff, not the biggest, but it's a huge turnoff that her breath stinks. Um, but that is one of the rare things that you can work on, you know. Chew some gum. You ever tried gum? 35 cents a pack. Winter fresh. Boom. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Jeremy. You know what I mean? Jeremy, gum does not work. You know good and well, it ain't nothing but doo-doo mints when somebody chewing gum. No. There's some stuff you could do. Like, I feel like that's work, work on, Obel. <laughs> that's work on, Obel. It's just like, just like, like, you know, I haven't said, I haven't, all right, all right, fine, fine, fine. We'll hit this. Uh, let's say she's an eight, but she can't dress. Ooh, she's a six. See, you say that, but that's a work on a bull. I don't know, Jeremy. What happens if I can't meet her if I'm not there with her? She's out shopping or she's at home. We got a we got like last second invitation to do something. 
and she's going to dress herself. I can't be responsible. It's like babysitting somebody who drinks too much. Uh, but let's see. I mean, if she's open to it, look, you could hook somebody. You could you could dress somebody. You can help them put their outfits together. I- I've seen people who cannot dress at all who've got with somebody else. I'm not saying they're the baddest dressers ever, but they're pretty good. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're pretty solid. Like that's a work on our boy. All right. Well, look, that's that was our stance. I put a tweet out there. The Raspy Voice Kids. It was me this time who said. She's a 10, but she doesn't listen to the raspy voice kids. What's that mean to you, Jay? Z actually, I don't care. Um, 10. <laughs> 10. She's still a 10. She's still a 10. She's still a 10. We can work on that. And also, I don't care either. I don't care if she listens. I don't care. So that's ours. We did ours. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. There are multiple versions of it now, but there were great ones uh, on TikTok. The original is the best one, in my opinion. They asked some good spontaneous questions, people answering on the fly. It's a real deep dive into the psyche of dating. And it really tells us about women versus men because men and women, we don't decide these things the same way. So check it out. But that is pop culture from the Raspy Voice Kids. Once again, I'm Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit. You were listening to J.N. Fiend. We are on to five on it. Raspy Voice! More than 100 schools available from Home Field Apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the Raspy Voice Kids and the 1012 Network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a discount on your first order. 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you. Current and former athletes, members of the athletic department, and of course the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the Cyclone Family. Join me, Jamie Steyer Johnson, as I bring you closer to the people that make Iowa State unique each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure this is one family reunion you won't want to miss each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. We back again, JN Fiend, Jeremy Phoenix. I'm in the building, in the booth. I'm here with my brother, Brandon Phoenix, aka I also hate Pit, and we are the Raspy Boys Kids, baby. Five on it. Brought to you by Jordan Ty Curry and the Raspy Voice Kids. Let's get to the five questions. What's up, RVK fans? This is your host, Jordan Ty Curry, for the segment of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. The Raspy Voice Kids have five fill-in-the-blank answers, so let's start off with the first blank. The new alternate uniforms are blank. Fire. Not just the emoji. Almost literal fire. Jeremy, I love almost everything about these uniforms. From the roadmap, the country roads... The flying WV within the state on the helmets. The fact that they are white that could be paired with gold socks, and we can get to that later on when we go in. The only thing I don't like, the only reason they aren't actually on fire is the font. But besides that, Jeremy, I love these jerseys. I love that they say West Virginia across the chest. I love that they are icy. I love that they remind me of the throwback to Rasheed Marshall beating Virginia Tech in Pat White's final game. I love them. I love them. I love them. Fire. 
I think the uniforms are stimulating, stimulating interest in West Virginia. We saw an ESPN, Instagram, TikTok talking about it, seeing it, stimulating to the recruits because that's who you're targeting. That's who loves it more than anybody. Stimulated, stimulating to the players and the fans to see something new. It's stimulating. It's awesome. Number two, Javon Carter coaching for TBT Best Virginia will be blank. Wonderful. It's wonderful to have somebody who means so much to the program come back and support the alumni in a tournament. It means wonderful things for Javon Carter to be able to get his coaching career started early because with his knowledge of the game, his work ethic and intensity, he will not be gone from it long, even when he retires far into the future. This is wonderful. I think it's a family reunion. Who we introducing? Who we introducing? Javon Carter being there as a family reunion is great um, that he's going to be there on the sideline. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he has more basketball acumen uh, than than all these other players who played overseas, who've been, you know, uh, in tap with some of the NBA coaches. No, I'm not going to say that at all. I think the thing that's a blessing is him to be there with his brothers in Morgan. I mean, in uh, for the TBT. Uh, the alumni, uh, these dudes are brothers, and it's great that they're back again. I think the best thing is just the um, viewpoint, standpoint, the whatever you want to call it, the optics of him being there, and the morale that he brings to the team. I don't know if his coaching, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about his coaching. You would think that it'd be great, but I don't know nothing about his coaching. But what I do know is that it's just great for morale. Number three. Getting four-star defensive lineman Justin Benson from Georgia was blank. Important. It was very important that they got that four-star, and it was important because we stole him from Georgia. It's important because he's a man in the trenches. It's important because he's a dog. Games are won and lost in the in between the the well at the line of scrimmage. And Justin Benton is just another example of what we need. If Neil Brown's going to keep his job and if we're going to get to where we want to be, it was important that they got this and they won this and they did it. Our recruiting ranking remains top 20 for the class of 2023. Jeremy, it, this was important. Absolutely. Getting Justin Benton was just another brick. Neil Brown looks like he's putting together, he's building this house, this foundation. And another brick has been added. And I say brick in a good way because the dude is six foot two, two hundred. First of all, ain't no way in the world he's six foot two. Pictures I didn't see him. They list him at six foot two, 275 pounds. But he's a big get for West Virginia. And when we go in, we're going to talk about the teams that were coming after him, why I think this is such a big get. But it's huge when you're building this program. It's just another brick. It's just another huge brick. Number four. I have blank interest in Kyrie Irving being a Nick. I have a lot of interest. Jeremy, if you think I don't want Kyrie Irving to be there for whatever reason you might come up with, you're crazy. I want Kyrie Irving out of Brooklyn into Manhattan. You are in New York. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Are you in the garden? In the garden. Jeremy, in the garden. Sebastian Telfair garden. If, if we get Kyrie Irving in the garden, win or lose, it's excitement. Win or lose, it's eyes on the TV set. Win or lose, it makes the Knicks interesting. And while I don't think it will matter because Jim Dolan is still in charge, 
You are crazy, Jeremy. I am. I am very excited. I'm a lot interested in Kyrie Irving being in New York, wearing the white, blue, and orange. I cannot wait. If that would happen, I will be ecstatic. I have no interest. I don't care. What? I, I just don't care. Brandon, I just don't care. I've seen this before. I've seen Stephon Marbury come to New York. I've seen Carmelo Anthony come to New York. Now, neither one of those players are Kyrie Irving, but they do play more games than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is only half checked in. He's spectacular when he's there, but I've seen him go to Boston and do nothing. I've seen him be in Brooklyn and do nothing. I've had too many players come to New York that I've been jacked and excited about that nothing materializes. And he seems like just another one who's not fully checked in. I couldn't care less. And more importantly, what are you going to have to give up to get Kyrie? Not going to be worth it. But like you said, it doesn't matter as long uh, as J- J- Jimmy Dolan's there. You understand that he could opt out and be a free agent. We don't have to give up anything. Okay, even if he does that, I just, how much do you trust him? Brady, he was with Boston. He was with this nucleus. And now they're in the championship without him. Addition by subtraction. Yeah, like like there's more than just like on on the court. One of the baddest boys in the NBA, period, point blank. One of the best dribblers, scores, confidence, uh, stink defense, but no, no effort at all on defense. But to bring him to the garden, it's just he's just I don't know. It feels like another Stephon Mulberry, another Carmelo Anthony's somebody to put butts in seats, but not win any games or not win enough games. Number five. I think West Virginia blank appreciate Don Nealon enough. I feel West Virginia does appreciate Don Nealon enough. Why do I say that? Because while Don Nealon is the father of modern era West Virginia football, while Don Nealon brought all the clout that he brought to West Virginia football, he didn't produce any major award winners. Don Nealon didn't produce any national championships, even though he got very, very close twice. Don Nealon gets the credit and respect from the fans that he deserves. His exit was unceremonious. But what he's had since has been wonderful. Rich Rod didn't want much to do with him, but Dana brought him back. Rich Rod didn't want much to do with him, but Dana brought him back, as did Neil Brown, as has Neil Brown. He's been associated and affiliated with the program in the way that a coach of his stature deserves to be. I think that they do. We do appreciate him the way that we should. I agree with you 100%. Now, this question was brought to my attention by Tyler Davis on Twitter. Shout out to Tyler Davis. Um, But I think we do. I think for the old heads, they definitely do. They definitely talk about Don Nealon and that Nealon feeling um, and and some of the teams. And I feel like they give him his flowers. For the younger generation who doesn't really know him, what, what do you expect to see more tweets about him? Like this dude, is he's play, he coached, what, 30 years ago for West Virginia? Yeah, I mean, his last ago? season was his last season was the '99 season, I believe. So, I mean, I'm saying it, it's been a lot of years. So, if you're expecting to see stuff all over social media, that's not how it rolls. These younger kids don't know him. These millennials don't don't you know really know him like that. I mean, they know who he is, but as for the old head dudes, I feel like he does get a lot, uh, enough love. I feel like he gets his flowers. I think he's uh, respected very much, and I think that that's expressed enough. That's my opinion, though. Yeah, it's my opinion, too. Like, my thing is, I don't think he's statue-worthy, Jeremy. And I think there are people who feel like he's statue-worthy, which is why they say he's not getting his due. 
But there you have it. Five questions, five answers. I got five on it is a wrap. Let's go in. Next segment. Wrap me, boys. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. That's right. A new segment. We are going in. And we're going to go hard. We're going to go all the way in. Jeremy J.N. Phoenix, I'm here with my brother Brandon. I also hate Pitt Phoenix, and we're going in to talk a little bit about what's been going on. Um, one of the biggest things, one of the hottest things, everybody's been talking about it. We mentioned it in, in, in on, I got five on it, are the new uniforms. Finally. I, Brandon, when's the last time we had new uniforms? With, uh, with the with the coal rush? Not no, coal rush, but we didn't have coal rush. We had new, new new uniforms like three years ago. They came out with basically. It wasn't time for us to have new uniforms right now. To be I honest, I forgot the I forgot the dark and dusty, the dark yeah. and dusty ones, the gray ones. Um, but I always think back back when the uh, with with Noel Devine, with Jock Sanders. Uh, I don't even know what the name of them were, but they had like the yellow canary shoes for, for they, canary. They were shoes. called the the uh, Nike Combat Pro Combat. Yeah, Nike Pro Combat. Um. Which were dope, which were real dope. So for us to get these new uniforms, first of all, I did not see it coming. Should have, you know what? I kind of expected something at some point, but I I didn't know it was going to drop anytime soon. I'm just happy. I'm just thoroughly happy, Brandon, that we actually have something new because I feel like this generates excitement. All the buzz, all the talking that you've seen going on, um, the Mountaineer media is doing wonderful this offseason. They're killing it this offseason, and these new uniforms only help it. The unveiling un- uh, uh, looks dope. What did you think about it? Oh, I loved it. Like I've been saying, the w- WVU social media team has been crushing the offseason. Like all the hype, you would expect this team to be Heisman contender, national championship contender, the way they put out all the things they put out. And like you said, it's not just Mountaineer Nation showing love. It's national recognition from ESPN to multiple uh, accounts that cover college football on Twitter, on Instagram, just showing love to this new uniform release. One, it was unexpected. Like you said, you should have been expected. I don't think so necessarily. They kept it under wraps, Jeremy. There was no reason to expect we were going to get special uniforms to play pit. But I'm glad that we did. And I they they absolute home run absolute home run in what they're trying to accomplish for a road alternative uniform. I love the picture. Like we're talking about the media, West Virginia media. They had the picture with the dude in the, in the new uniform holding the state flag. And it says Q country roads. But the caption is, it's not just a song. It's a statement. Yep. I love it, Brandon. I love it more than anything. Because we only play that song after we win. So when you, like they say, when you hear Country Roads, you know it's too late. Yep. What's your favorite thing about the new uniform? The roadmap. Without question, the country. Well, that's okay. I, let me take that back. I, I don't know. I love the roadmap. I love the Country Roads. That is just such a real and unique, very unique, specific to West Virginia touch. But also the flying WV in the state is much better than the old logo that had WVU in the state with the stupid oval. I never liked that. I don't like wearing those old throwback helmets. I love these current helmets. So I'm going to go helmets. I think the helmets are the best. The helmets are by far the dopest part of this uniform, period, point blank. Matter of fact, when we were at the Sugar Bowl, when, when, we, beat, when we beat Georgia at the Sugar Bowl, I remember I had bought a hat, um, all white hat, and on the front was that exact logo. 
the state and the flying WV inside it. I couldn't be more proud to be in Atlanta rocking it and to see it on a helmet with the stripes, it, especially what they did with the color. It could have been blue on the outside and gold in the middle when it comes to the stripe of the helmet, but no, they went the other way. Either way, I think that help, helmet is so dope. Now, there's some things I don't like about the entire uniforms, but I love the fact that they have the ambition to go out and do it. Not only just do it, but do it for the pit game to help energize this entire fan base, to energize the players, the coaches, and everybody involved. I love it so much. But the the one single thing that was the best, no question in my eyes, was definitely the helmets. What was your drawback? The drawback, I don't like the font. I've never liked the font since it came out three or four years ago. I just don't like the way the numbers look. I don't like the way the letters look. I like that West Virginia is across the chest. I just wish the font was different. I don't know which font I would go with. I just know I don't like this font as much. That's the drawback for me. I I hope these players have enough swag, which we say too much. Maybe it's too late to be using it, but you know what I mean. They got enough style, enough pizzazz. They got enough of whatever, to know how to pair their socks, their cleats, their sleeves to go with these uniforms. Because these, this is a great opportunity to, as Deion Sanders says, you look good, you play good. You play good, or you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good. So hopefully that's what we get out of these guys no, accessorizing no, and, and, what they're wearing. Oh, and no doubt. There are going to be some dudes who look dope in their unis, and there's going to be some dudes who who look mad weak and cheesy not weak but just cheesy what they do but that's part of playing football man you got the haves and haves not have nots and that's how i pick my favorite players not only how good are they on the field but you also have to look dope in your gear so i am kind of excited to see who has a little bit of such style about themselves come september 1st in Hinesfield in pittsburgh pennsylvania i'm excited let's talk about it. another thing yeah let's talk about another thing that i've noticed on twitter I don't know how long it's been going on, but Brayna, I just peeped this and it hit me. So <clears throat> there are certain people who will take shots at Mountaineer coaches or players and go hard. And we always expect these coaches or players to be the bigger men, to turn the other cheek, to say they're not paying attention. There is one man who will not let it go. There is one man who is the defender of those who want to take the high road? Brandon, I've noticed that our boy, Eric Martin, in the building, Brandon, he'll be letting nothing go. He's there. Now, he may not check people specifically, but I see him all the time on Twitter releasing Huggins stats. How many games Huggins won? How many times he's been to the postseason? He is constantly on this crusade. So people know, watch your mouth, because this man, you should watch your mouth when you're talking about him because he's accomplished too much. Have you noticed that? Yes, he's made it a point every Friday to make the stats known. The comparison between the pre-Huggins era and the Huggins era. The difference between West Virginia University with Bobby Huggins and West Virginia University without Bobby Huggins. And he makes some good points. Voice of Morgantown decided they were going to come strong with theirs directly in in his thread, and he checked them too. Eric Martin is not having it, Jeremy. Now, some people will say it's self-serving. Because if Hugs is there, then Eric Martin has a job. But I'm here to tell you, Eric Martin's just a dude who keeps it real. I done kicked it with him before. In lots of different environments, the man just keeps it real. This is how he feels, and I'm glad he's expressing it. No, and and like they always say, 
every every team needs a junkyard dog. In the words of Jayla Rose, every every team needs somebody who's going to take the charge. <laughs> who's going to take the charge? Hundred percent. Goals- <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, for Golden State, that's Draymond Green. He's checking everybody. You know, he was in everybody's face because that's what his team needed. And it's the same thing with the Mountaineer coaching staff. Eric Martin got everybody's back. He is the Draymond Green of the, of the Mountaineer coaching staff. For for every action, there's an opposite but equal reaction. Look at you dropping and Eric Martin is knowledge. You know, and Eric Martin is making sure that everybody is feeling him. I love it. Keep doing it. Put on for your coaches, your friends, your boys, and yourself, ultimately. I love it. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier, a little bit. We kind of touched on it. But Tyler Davis, he put out a tweet saying that he he doesn't feel like Mountaineer Nation appreciates Don Nealon enough. Now, obviously, if you're listening to the show, you should know. Now, if, if you're not a Mountaineer fan, Don Nealon is a Hall of Fame legendary Mountaineer coach. I can't remember how many years he coached here, but his stats, he had 149 wins, two undefeated seasons, six AP top 25 finishes. He went to the national championship, but he put the West Virginia program on the map. He's the one who really changed things. He's the one who really, like we said, put us there, that people recognize who the mountain, the old Golden Blue were actually. Do you feel like Brandon? Do you feel like 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 we give him his flowers? I feel like we do, Jeremy. He's been recognized and acknowledged at Mountaineer Field multiple times since he left. They they bring him out. They have him part of the program. They they try to include him. Dana did it. Neil did it. Now Rich Rod didn't. But you can think about the fact that he was trying to distance himself from the old regime, trying to build something new on his own. I feel like he could have done that, integrating Don Nealon with the program. But nonetheless. Since then, Don Nealon has been a major part of what West Virginia does. I think he gets his flowers. Like, I, I don't think, know what else yeah, any people really want. I know there are some people who want there to be a statue. I used to say build a statue, but I'm not that big on building a statue with no national championships, with no Heismans, with no coach, national coach of the years. I don't know what you want to give Don Nealon because while he did put us on the map, what do we look like making a monument of a man who didn't accomplish the ultimates? Now, I love yeah. what he did, and I'm grateful for what he did, but I think we give him what he deserves, and he earned. I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, what else do you want us to do? Like, what what else do people want us to do? With Tyler Davis, I'm not coming at you, but, like, literally, like, what are, what do you want done for Don Nealon that, that you feel like Mountaineer Nation hasn't done? You know what, Brandon? This feels like uh, sometimes when people mess up themselves – they want to put everybody in the group like, yo, man, we went out there and we dropped that game-winning pass. Nah, nah, we didn't drop no pass. We You dropped the pass. What, you got a mouse in your pocket? Yep. So I feel like Tyler Davis, baby, he's just grouping us all in the air, baby. Nah, G, you didn't appreciate Don Nealon. I don't know if you just watched some tapes. I don't know if you just saw his stats, but you never appreciate him the way he deserved to be appreciated. Don't try to put us all on the same ship as it goes down. Nah, I got a lifeboat. You going down by yourself. Just keep playing the violin. You'll be all right. Yep, I'm with you. Just so funny. It's just so funny when you look at that. Let's also talk about, all right, first of all, we are not talking about the NHL because don't nobody care. The Rangers are out. Your team, Brandon, the Rangers are out. So we don't, we, 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 we don't have to worry about them suckers anymore. Um, by the way, real quick, Brandon, 
all your teams outside of West Virginia, because we know West Virginia has broken your heart more than anybody. Outside of West Virginia, what team has hurt your heart the most outside of West Virginia? The Knicks. Without the, a question. The Knicks. Game seven against Houston. We should have won. John Starks goes two for 18. After the game, he tried to kill himself, tried to shoot himself, but he missed. That's how bad it was. The jokes were flowing. My heart was broken. Jeremy, the Knicks. Allen Houston making a run. Larry Johnson with the four-point play. All that kind of stuff led to nothing. No titles, no championships, no Ewing, coronation, nothing. The Knicks, without question, I mean, Michael Jordan, the Mountaineers. Michael, Michael Jordan is out of the league. And Patrick Ewing, you're going to miss a finger roll against the Indiana Pacers to win the series. A finger yeah. roll. Well, you should have dunked. When you should have dunked. Without a shadow of a doubt. I don't, I don't know. I just... It doesn't even compare. I don't think there's another team that's even close. It's West Virginia by far, in a way. Then it's the Knicks. But that was just a random question. I don't know why. That just jumped into my brain. Speaking of the NBA, Brandon, the Golden State Warriors win another championship. Four out of eight years. I think four out of eight years. Anyway, four out of eight years. They win one without Kevin Durant. Now, of course, Brandon, like you can't even wait four seconds after championship before people literally have to start bringing up nonsense. Can't let people just enjoy the championship. Can't just appreciate what they did. Immediately, they got to be like, oh, well, Kobe had, oh, well, Jordan had, oh, well. And now what they're doing is they're comparing Steph to LeBron. Does that make sense? Well, the comparison makes sense because LeBron has four titles and Steph has four titles. The comparison makes sense because they've played in multiple NBA final series against one another. The comparison makes sense Till that point. After that point, it doesn't make any sense. Because LeBron's one of the all-time great defenders, and Curry is not anywhere near that list. LeBron carried teams that had no business being in the finals to the finals. Steph Curry is blessed with a great organization, great teammates, that allow his greatness, because he is great, to be displayed. So, to me, there's no comparison, except for the fact that there is parallelism if that makes it if that's even a word parallelism uh there are parallels between the two as far as being co- contemporaries and having faced off yeah um i think you know, i'm gonna borrow some of jalen rose but but, but i agree 100 what steph curry did by winning this he jumped kevin durant on the all-time great list and i think he's top 15 i think he's definitely top 15 the question is, everybody will say top 10. Who are you taking outside the top 10? It's not about how great somebody is. It's who else are you taking outside the top 10? Now, here's the thing. I do not think Steph Curry's LeBron. I do think he shows a, a something different than what he did in the other championships. Like, there was, there was deficiencies in this game that I saw when he played more athletic players. I remember when Russell Westbrook used to guard him way, way, way back. Um, he used to have trouble with it. And I, and I remember looking and being like, yo, he's being, you know, he's being shut down. This year was a different monster. He had a different hunger. He was stronger. Um, And even with the coaching, giving him more screens, he was a different player. This year, I think, uh, sent him into the top 15 because he really showed me something different. But do not be uh, a a product of the moment. Do not be captivated by the moment. We are in the moment right now. And the toughest thing to do is make a clear decision when you're in the moment. So people – they remember the last thing they saw. And what that was was Steph going off of 43 in game four to save the series, then also playing such a great game while the other stars and the Celtics were, were withering away or, or shrinking up. But don't get it twisted. 
Steph is a great player, an all-time great player. And in my words and my thoughts, he's the best normal human being to ever lace up basketball shoes. And when I say normal human being, I'm talking about people under six foot four, six foot five, people who look like us. He's what, six two, maybe six three, which normal human being. There's never been a better normal human being playing basketball than Stephen Curry. Yeah, I agree. I, just, I, struggle, I struggle a little bit calling him a normal human being, only from the standpoint, like you said, he's 6'3 by some measurements, um, and he is the child of an NBA star. Like, he's not just, like, some guy off the street. Allen Iverson was, like, 5'11". They listed him at 6'1", but most people will say he was, like, 5'11". But he was also a freak of nature athletically. So I hear what you're saying, and there are a lot of people who do that. You, if you want to make the the number 6'4", under 6'4", then, yeah, you're right. He's the he's the greatest anybody under 6'4". Uh, but as far and, as and normal human being, in, he's not, especially if you add to the fact of he's not ridiculously athletic. He's not jumping an elbow above the rim. No. He is quick. Don't get it twisted. But he's not Allen Iverson quick. He's not Kyrie Irving quick. No, he's not. A lot of his stuff, and don't get me wrong, he had the finest things because his father was a basketball player, but a lot of his stuff came from hard work. Hard work, but there is something to be said for hand-eye coordination, for his release being as quick as it is. That's not normal. Like, most people can't do what, I mean, a lot of it is training, but some of that is just natural, innate talent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying you can't teach being six foot six. You can't teach jumping an elbow above the rim. You can't teach being super lightning quick. I'm not saying you could teach everything that Steph does. I'm just saying when we look at him, we identify with him more than we've ever identified with another great. Think about that top 10 list I talk about. You got like Kareem and Magic and LeBron and Jordan and Kobe and Bird, all six and six, six, six and above. Yeah, I agree. So... Anyway, I, I totally that's agree. all I got. That's all I got for this week. That's what I want to get off my chest. Talk to to, to uh, Big Brother about. I also hate Pit. Brandon, you got anything else? Nah, I'm good, man. We're done. We out. RVK, get at us. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.